it's, I want to say it's, it was a life changing thing that happened in my life where, you know, I got a, I had a stroke and oh I almost died. Yes. Oh gosh. I lost consciousness for a whole Hi world. Welcome back to another episode of Human Talk Show. Thank you so much for coming back. Um, I hope you all are doing well in the midst of everything that's happening in the United States. I hope you're staying safe and um, alongside your family and all that. Um, today here on Amo Talk Show, we're going to be discussing embracing authenticity. And um, Ralph Waldo um, Emerson once said that being yourself in a world that constantly tries to change who you are and make you something else is the greatest accomplishment of all. And so um, today, we are talking just about that today with um, Trudy here, who's a, co who's, a, who's a show host and does an amazing job. So I'm so really happy to just have her here with us and um, to share a thing or two with you guys. So yeah, introduce yourself, what you do, where you're from, and anything you'd like us to know. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah. So again, as you've heard, I am a show host, a conversational lounge comedian. So being here is definitely uncomfortable for me. This is me stepping out of my comfort zone, as you should too next time we invite you to. Yes. <laughs> um, outside of that, I am an entrepreneur and I also have a corporate job. So, you know, you can never, you can never just be boxed in one thing. No. This is who you are. There's, there's so many aspects that come into being you. Um, hence the topic today, being authentically you and embracing that. It's not easy, but that's what we're going to tackle today. Oh, yeah. And she just said it. It's not easy. So the very first question I'd like to ask is why is it difficult for people to have the same persona at work, at church, or at home, wherever they may be in the different spaces that they find themselves in? Why is it difficult for people to be themselves? That is actually a really good question. Yeah. Because let's face it, and I'm going to give an analogy. Let's face it, we all wear undergarments, right? But then you will not just walk out your door wearing your, your undergarments because what? You don't want to be judged or you don't want to offend someone. Or there's just so many things that comes with just you parading your undergarments outside. And I think it, it, it goes to say that we know who we are. We really do. But then it's, sometimes it's more about if I expose who I am to the world, Am I going to get judged? Am I going to get put down? And then so if I get put down in by me being me, then what else do I have? So it's almost like it's about making other people feel comfortable. Right. Right. And that is the thing. That's what makes people want to protect who they are so they don't, you can, they don't ruffle the feathers when they're walking. So it's kind of like more mm -hmm. fitting into your environment yeah. as opposed to standing out mm -hmm. and showcasing who you truly are. So yeah, it yeah. is difficult. And from what you're saying, I'm understanding that like it's the need to like belong in certain spaces mm -hmm. to be able to relate to other people. And so like you can't expose who you truly are inside because if you do, then can you still relate to those people? Can those people welcome you in your space? Um, will they be comfortable with the true, with the truth that you are, mm -hmm. um, or yeah, with the persona that you are, mm -hmm. and so I, yeah, I, I truly agree that it's it's about belonging, finding that sense of belonging, and that's why we back ourselves differently at work. Mm -hmm. um, and for me personally, I feel like in the past few years, mm -hmm. I've begun to be more of myself in different spaces. Mm -hmm. 
um, more than I have be in the past. I'm, I'm a Bambi tribeswoman, and like in places that I go to, I always think of like, where if my baby people see this? Uh huh, uh huh. You know, uh -huh. it's like if they see it, they're going to say, hey, I don't want to kill my life. She's, she's, she's acting this way. Yeah, she's become rebellious. And so, like, I have to, like, in in the back of my mind, even if I don't say it out loud, mm -hmm. it's like I somewhat go out looking how they would want to see me. Yes, you're portraying this image that and is so safe for the for, world. Uh-huh. For them to, to be comfortable with. Mm -hmm. And I've recently, like, started to tell myself, you know what? This is me, and they can F it if they don't, if they don't like this me. And it's like, it's freeing. Mm -hmm. It really is freeing to the extent that like, okay, I am a person that's very outgoing. Mm -hmm. At my job, like everybody knows, like if you need to talk to somebody, that somebody is going to be to you. And like, uh -huh. she can hold your stuff down. But at the same time, she's going to be able to tell you the truth, uh -huh. regardless of how that truth may like be hurtful at that moment. Mm -hmm. But it's going to be helpful. So yeah, exactly. What about you? Have you felt like how how has that journey been for you? Absolutely. So and I completely agree with what you just said because it truly comes from the from within. It comes from the inside, and to be able to even come mm -hmm. to that level of hey, I'm just gonna walk out and this is gonna be who I am. Mm -hmm. It comes with a level of growth. It comes with a level of maturity, mm -hmm. and it also comes with a level of experience. So you've lived your life, you've 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 tried to morph into all this, you know, at church, I'm acting a certain way, at school, at at work. So you know, you, you've you've been morphing and morphing and morphing. It gets to a point where you've been morphing to a point where you lose your own identity and you're thinking, who who am I? And then you you're acting depending on the strongest person in that group. So when you start to truly embrace yourself and realize, I am like you know, I I am bold and you know, whatever your characteristics are, yeah. then people actually, the world will change. People will actually morph to that. So what we're not realizing is we're morphing for other people that have already embraced their own authenticity. Mm -hmm. So like, oh yeah, when I'm, I'm around this person, I need to act this way. But when you act your way, then when, when they're around you, then they will be changing for you. Yeah. And the other thing I think we don't understand is that like, there is power within like that we we are so powerful mm -hmm. and that like what we bring to the table mm -hmm. matters yes you know what mm -hmm. we have to say and what we have to contribute to the world mm -hmm. matters so much that like when we are not able to contribute mm -hmm. we are allowing the struggles to continue the battles that are being fought to continue because we choose to remain silent you yes. know just like Martin Luther King said the world is what it is today because good people choose not to do something about it. Mm -hmm. And so when you're sitting there and you're not living your truth and you're not doing what you're, you're meant to be doing because you're saying, well, will they accept me? Mm -hmm. It's like, they got to, you know, yes. you will enter the room mm -hmm. and when you reveal your true self to them, to them the people that are for you yes. will stick around. Thank and the you. people that are not for you, they will bounce. Thank you. <laughs> you just—that is a perfect segue because, yeah. again, 
it's important to find out who you are and bring that out because because of that exact same reason of you have so many people at your table not all of them are for you but then the sooner you are like you you, you are who you are truly Mm -hmm. then truly people who people will gravitate towards who you are that are actually meant for you. And then those people who truly, okay, I this energy is not for me. They will keep the distance. They will exit um, sooner than later. Yeah. So like, let them exit sooner than later. Like, why would you want to wait till you're, I don't know, 95 to, to be disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. To be disappointed that, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, this was you this whole time. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, right off of that, I would like to ask, like, how can one go about understanding mm-hmm. what they bring to this table that we talked about? How do you just go about beginning this journey? Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure this has happened for you. So, like, how did you go knowing that me, my I'm Trudy, this is what I have to offer. Yeah. And this is how, like, this is how I feel about coming to your table, coming to your space. Mm-hmm. This is what I have to offer you. And so what do you have to offer me? Right. Yeah. I really love this question mm-hmm. because it, it, it's a combination of things. It's, it's a journey of self-discovery. So the Listen to what people are saying about you and listen to the, the good compliments that people are giving you mm-hmm. because that is what they're seeing about you. Mm-hmm. Listen to how people introduce you to other people. Like, hey, meet Tulia, who is a, 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 she is a good friend of mine. You know, just listen to those cues and that is a good a, a good place to even start. Like, because oh, that's okay. what you portray out to people. That's what you portray. Yeah. And then the other part of that, so there's the community helping you discover yourself, mm-hmm. but then there's also the other big part where you're discovering The inner yourself. discovery. <laughs> yes, which is a long journey. We're getting back It's a that. lifelong one, but yeah. Yes. Yeah. So with this one, um, I was lucky. I want to say about 12 or 8 years ago, mm-hmm. and I was introduced to Clifton Strength Finders. So this is a, a test. It's about an hour or two long that you take. And once you've done that test, it will tell you, you know, these are your top five strengths. Okay. And so with that, Clifton, the guy who designed the whole course and the whole, you know, test, he believes that there's there are 34 talents out there. He calls them talents. Mm-hmm. But then focusing on just your top five, I mean, you could have your number 10 strength, but just focusing on your top five, you will be taking something that you're automatically, you're born with this strength. It's a part of you. So you're taking something that you're already good at, and when you walk on it, you're taking something from good to great. To great. So really, that is a good journey of you're really working on what you're already. This is who you, who you are. So hey, I'm gonna be excited to do this. And then um, with that, Clifton Strength Finders too, it breaks it down into four categories. So you have you know your the relationship skills. Mm-hmm. So those are something that, you know, maybe you're a positive person, maybe, you know, you have competition, maybe you have, you know, just the things that enables you or to make and, yeah. make, and, build, and build relationships. Uh, others' strengths are more into the execution. You're like an achiever or, you know, just whatever. It's just, it's the things that gets you from the thinking phase to like, okay, now let's do it. Yes. And it's just, it's, it's part of who you are. Some other strengths, there's just so many different types, but he breaks it down perfectly. So I, I I really learned so much from that. And I'll be honest with you, when I took that test the first time, I was, I got my five, top five and I was like, no, I don't like this report card. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it again. Yeah, this is not who I am. And he says that, no, 
Those, you can take it ten times and you'll still get the No, results. those personality tests, they do such an amazing job. Recently, I did one. I don't remember what it was called. Uh -huh. But it was based on colors. And I was a color or orange and a yellow. Uh -huh. And I said, wow, I'm a teacher. I cannot be an orange. <laughs> I said, what? I'm not, like, you know, like, empathetic or anything like that. It was my second one. But I was just, like, so broken. I said, yeah. I'm a teacher. Like, can I be, like, this boldness like i'm always wanting to ask questions and stuff um always wanting to do something outside of the norm uh -huh. and I, I was like i mean i do that too but like i thought that would be my second one mm -hmm. and so i was like can i take it again and she's like you're being ridiculous <laughs> don't even go about it but those are great those are really great yes. is there anything else that you've done outside of like taking personality tests and like um investing in that um and then you know taking that as a step to really like um this is what i'm seeing on a test or maybe what was your next step after you found out the results right so of course the first was you know this is not me mm -hmm. um but when you truly so it, it really breaks it down it tells you let's say one of these is conflict positivity it will tell you this is your strength you you know and it, it will give you information about that but it will also tell you that your strengths are also your weaknesses Oh. So when someone asks Ooh. you what are your weaknesses, your strengths can be your weaknesses. Okay. Yes. Also, because let's say, let's just use positivity for example. Mm -hmm. So you're such a positive person, you you see the good in people. Mm -hmm. But then the the negative to that could be you can distance yourself from the negative energies because you're thinking, okay, so you're just bringing my negativity or my positivity down. Yes, I bring positivity to this table, but I'm not, I'm not a therapist. I don't come to cure all the negativity. So if you're continuing to pull me down, it could be a point where you're now distancing yourself from people that you could be helping. Mm -hmm. So it could be, and that's just a, a really bad example. No, I also but, think like it could be that, so your, your strength could also be your weaknesses in the way that, um, for example, let's say you say positivity, right? Mm -hmm. If you see the best in people, mm -hmm. it is um, likely that, like, people could take you for granted, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And so, like, you have a lot of heartbreaks and mm -hmm. just a lot that happens that you're like, oh, my gosh, like, yeah, you, you just get hurt a lot. So I, I could see that also being, like, um, a negative. Yeah. And also, a perfect example, actually, is let's say you're a problem solver. You just automatically, your mind goes to problem solving. So someone might call you, they really honestly just want to vent. And you're over here solutioning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. For sure, for sure, for sure. But oh, my gosh. Right. Just takes you knowing that and mm -hmm. using that as a vehicle. It's just, it's a roadmap. It's giving you, yeah. this is, this is, this, this is a little bit of what you have innately in you. And then you can just work on that. You can start reading books. You can start you know, go like not learning more yeah. about those and also, you know, just interacting with people and just learning and spending time with yourself, I would say, is a big one. I think a lot of people are afraid mm -hmm. to spend time by themselves with their brains and their bodies mm -hmm. that people find it awkward when you say, I have a date with myself. Mm -hmm. Like self care. <laughs> people will, people will use, people could go to dates with their friends boyfriend mm -hmm. um, with their family but can never go on a date with themselves mm -hmm. it's so important for people to like spend that time with you, yourself because then you get to know like i'm this type of person and i'm this 
Another thing that I've seen, I don't know if this happens in the Kenyan community, mm-hmm. but in the Congolese community, girls don't usually move out of their parents' house. Until marriage. Until marriage. Uh-huh. And so, like, they don't get to know, like, what are their negative traits. For me, this past year have been, like, very eye-opening. Mm-hmm. I know that I don't like to do my laundry for, like, every now and then. I like to do it all together. Everything is dirty. And, like, I wouldn't have found that out had I been at my parents' house because at my mom's house, like, that's her house. Like, I have to do things to please my mom. Yeah. Like, this yeah. is what my mom would like, so I'm doing it because of her. And so I, I think, like, being able to have personal space mm-hmm. to to get to know yourself because we think we know ourselves until you are left all alone mm-hmm. for a good 24 hours and you're like, Right. You have no discipline. You have none of that. And so, like, be, giving yourself personal time mm-hmm. allows you to know the things that, like, you don't often do. Like, the things that you wouldn't otherwise know mm-hmm. because you're people-pleasing. You're doing right. this mm-hmm. for this person. You're doing that for that person. You're doing that for that person. Mm-hmm. So I just think that's um, that would be another one to add to that. Wait, but, sorry. No, go ahead. Because uh, you had asked, like, what else outside of that? And mine goes exactly what you just said. It's like finding yourself. Um, so with me, something actually happened. Like it's, I want to say it's it was a life changing thing that happened in my life where you know I got a like I had a stroke and oh I almost died. Oh yes. gosh! I lost consciousness for a whole twenty four hours, or was it forty eight hours? I don't remember. Oh I just remember looking at the clock and seeing it's four p.m. Um, and in my head, I was thinking, okay, for saying it's 4 a.m. because we were sitting there in the room or whatever, and that was it. So the last time I woke up, I looked at the clock, and the room was filled with so many people. I was like, I'm so sorry you're still here at this early. They're like, no, this is the next day at 4 p.m. Oh yes. Um, but anyway, that moment is what cha- transformed me to a point where, you know what, I am living my second life right now, and... Uh, if I didn't appreciate my life back then, or I, I was still afraid to enjoy life or just be who I am, I think this is the, this is the second time that clearly I have a reason why I'm here. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to use it to just spread the positivity and change the world in a good way where I'm allowing people to share their stories and, um, and, and, and being that change that I want and being that positive person to help someone else. I don't know. So yeah. just, it, it takes a lot of faith to really transform um, a person. Yeah. No, thank you for sharing that. That's such a big thing. Oh my gosh, you're so young. Thank you for sharing that because I, I think sometimes you don't realize like anything could happen. Anything could happen. And that's why I say, I be like, you either like me or you don't like me. Because at the end of the day, who knows what time I have here? Right. You know, mm-hmm. for me to sit here and not be myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I was talking to a couple of my friends this past week, and they're saying, like, it would be a struggle. Like, to do something that you enjoy doing mm-hmm. is a struggle. Like, life altogether is a struggle, right? And you're doing something that you enjoy to do. And so, like, it's a struggle, but it's a struggle that's worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're doing something because somebody else wants you to do it or like let's say your mom wants you to be a doctor and you just 
despite being adopted. African parents, but <laughs> this is what you want to like. You you want to please your parents, and so you go out and you be, you you become a doctor. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so like it's like you go ahead and you start doing this thing, and you're having a struggle that's worthless, something that will bring like resentment to you with your parents or with whoever that you're doing it for because you're not doing it for yourself. So altogether, I just think everybody needs to be, even if it's the little things that you know about yourself, mm -hmm. go ahead and leave it out because at the end of the day, ah, you come in the earth and learn alone, you're going to die alone. Mm -hmm. Might as well do stuff for you. Right. Just do stuff for you. Yeah. Anyways, I have one more question here for Kadeem um, and it's how can we strive knowing that um, we are worthy and we bring value to spaces. That's a really, that's a deep question. <laughs> <laughs> and I would, I'll take this angle. I, you know, you're, you don't have a photocopy of you. And I, and if, if our thumbprints and our fingerprints can teach us anything, is that we're very uniquely, each one of us, so if you live your life trying to be like the mom or trying to be like the friend of someone else, mm -hmm. you really, you're wasting your fingerprints. You know, like go out there and be you. Be authentically you and embrace who you are because at the end of the day, there can only be one of you. Oh, yeah. And I saw a quote and I really like this quote because it said, be yourself, the world will adjust. Oh, yeah. Present. I love that. I love that. And that that's a good point to close on. And to all the African kids out there, it is okay to be African. It is a beautiful thing. It's a magnificent thing to be African. Like there is nothing like being African. We are vibrant people. We are full of culture. And our culture is good or bad. We make it what we want it to be. And so like go out there and whether it be in your elementary school, middle school, high school, college, leave the truth of being African. Like there is nothing wrong with being African, struggles and all. Africa is a beautiful continent with so much richness to it. And when we are not able to like give that to the world, the world is missing out because we are the missing puzzle of the world, point blank period. So yeah, you guys heard it from Trudy. Go ahead and be your real self. Leave your authenticity. Nobody can do that for you. You bring so much value into this world. You matter. And if you are not leaving your honest self, then we're missing out. And we'd love to like be a part of what you are, who you are, and what you bring to the table. So yeah, just do that. And um, thank you guys for watching today. I know this is short, but it was so lovely. I enjoyed every moment of it. But before we close off, I'd like um, Judy to go ahead and tell us your social media handle. Where could people find you? Um, you know, you have a YouTube channel, your Instagram. Go ahead and share all that stuff with us. And you can talk to the audience. Well, thank you. Um, thank you for this opportunity. So I am a host as well um, at Conversation Lounge Media. And you can find you can find me at withchudy.com. And when you go to the website, you'll have all my social media links, you'll have my YouTube channel, you'll have everything you need. So just navigate to withchudy.com 
And if any of the stories there inspire you and motivate you, hey, share with anybody else because that's exactly what, why we do what we do. It's not for us. We do it so we can inspire others and reach more people and really and they open a platform where people can come and tell their own stories, come and tell their own stories, their own way. So we're not here sitting with, this is how Africa looks like, or this is how America looks like. No, it's someone's story, telling them authentically, and we can learn a thing or two from it. So again, thank you so much for this. Yeah, thank you. That was so great. Thank you guys so much. Come again next time. Please, if you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe, like this video, share with others that you feel like it could be helpful for it. So yeah, go ahead and do that and come again next time because you know what? Ammo Talk Show is the place to be at, is the place to learn, is the place to open up yourself. And again, it is up to you to take the conversation to your doorsteps. Much love.